0: Hello and welcome. It's the Hoopson's podcast, a little off season check-in. Little pickup game, if you will. And today we got a little one-on-one with Leo Goldman. Leo, how you doing? I I couldn't be happier
1: to be sitting here and talking about the future of the free-time NBA champion, Detroit Pistons, hopefully sooner before, but we're not gonna get that crazy. Let's just hope for a playoff appearance.
0: Hey, fair enough. We'll see. Maybe, maybe the Pistons are gonna return. I think the NBA is more fun when the Pistons are good. Because they're kind of, whenever they're good, they have this uh, bad acidness, if you will. Right,
1: right I like that. Uh,
0: and I think they have some pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, they don't have all the pieces yet, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued for the first time in a while. This is, I, you know, what I like to call this roster.
1: This roster is one of those ones where you look at it and you go, "Hmm, okay." It's interesting. That's the best word to describe this roster is interesting because you have a very kind of a hodgepodge of young guys, a few guys who aren't old, but are veterans by league standards. Um, and you got some guys with some chips on their shoulder. So it's it's an interesting little mix. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to like
0: go crazy or anything, but it's, it's an interesting mix to say the least. I would agree. Uh, Well, before we get into the details, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell everybody uh, who you are and where you work so they can find your work uh, online and all that good stuff.
1: Right. So they can be tremendously disappointed by me.
0: Sure. Um,
1: My name is Leo Goldman. I am a sports and news MMJ in South Bend, Indiana. I'm very fortunate to have the job that I have. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Leo Goldman TV. Um, if you want to hate on my outfits or tell me my sports takes are bad, which both of those are true. Both of, both of those takes are correct. Um, Says the sports takes
0: are bad. Before the sports we takes are things. bad
1: and the outfits are worse. That's my tagline. <laughs> um, but I love, I love talking sports, man. And when you invited me to jump on this, I did not hesitate. I didn't hesitate like um, Russell Westbrook, not hesitating to shoot a bad jump
0: shot. Never. He never hesitates to pull up and, Jeez, man. That guy, I, what if the Pistons traded for him? Hypothetically, what if the Pistons you Remember, trade, they like, don't, they almost did, trade? remember? Because they wanted to. Recently? Or,
1: or, if I remember correctly, in the last two years, they were trying, two to three years, they were trying to work out a
0: trade to get Russ from the Thunder and then from the Rockets, too. I was like, you know, looking at the roster before this, and I, I kind of forgot that they got Kemba Walker. So they don't. They don't? If I, if I remember correctly from what I've seen, on obviously you can't
1: lie on Twitter. It's illegal to lie on the internet. But from what I've seen, the plan is to buy out his contract. And I'm like, well, it's been however many weeks since the draft. Why is he still on the roster? Because he's not planning on playing for them. So what's the deal? Now, it's funny you bring up Kemba Walker because I really want to talk about Kemba Walker. Explain to me, as you're my Hoops expert, explain to me why they should not pick up that $8.7 million contract for Kemba Walker because, first off, dude still has a lot of gas left in his tank. He's only 32. Not only that, still, I would argue, other than LaMelo Ball, LaMelo Ball's got a lot to prove, but I would argue Kemba Walker is one of the greatest Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte... Bobcats, whatever, in franchise history. With that being the case, you're telling me this guy could not be a fantastic mentor to some of the young
0: guards at under $10 a year, and he's going to pick up valuable minutes for you? Yeah, that's kind of – I think that – because I don't think he has that much in the tank. Other than that, I do agree. But he's still, like, good. You know what I mean? Like, he's still good. You know? You can use him. I I think that they should either use him – like that where you have him kind of as a mentor and like someone who's going to give you buckets off the bench and just be a solid like you know mentor for Cade Cunningham like it's not going to hurt you and you mentioned that's like not a cheat or that not too bad of a contract or you flip them you know like uh not actually Westbrook I think that would be wild but like <laughs> if you did do like a team like the Lakers are a perfect example of a team who would Rather have him than like Westbrook, I think. Westbrook. Well, the only problem is he's on for forty-seven million dollar contract. Or, or Kemba just nine, and so the trade machine uh, it fails. You'll have to cut a mere thirty-five million from the Pistons. Yeah, Pistons. So
1: what's thirty-five million? No, but but I want to say you said he'd be coming off the bench. I'd argue that you know, Cade obviously is your point guard. The yeah, point guard now. Your point guard for the future. I could argue seeing Kemba trying out a two-roll. I don't think it would work, but I could argue seeing Dwayne Casey trying it out because Dwayne Casey is a guy ever since he left Toronto who likes to try things. Hell, he tried letting Andre Drummond shoot the ball and we saw how that worked, but <laughs> you don't find out if something's great unless you try.
0: You know, uh, well, what about Jaden Ivey? I, I think you, you start Jaden Ivey at the two, but I could see that in, the, in rotations. Right, um, so uh, I'm glad you brought up Jaden Ivy. So first,
1: first things first, I'm, I'm glad that his uh, ankle injury wasn't anything serious because that was that was scary. Um, also, it happened to be right after he went five for five in the first like eight minutes of the first quarter. Like, of course, then he gets injured. I I love Jaden Ivy, I really do. So at my job, we cover um, Purdue basketball, or at least we air the highlights. So I saw a lot of him this year and this dude is disgusting. Granted he's against college teams. I get it. He's the star of the show, but man, I'm so excited to watch this guy play. I mean, he has really shown me a lot in summer league. And not only that, I think what's really cool about Jaden and Ivy is they say this all the time about young guys. And I hate this expression, but I'm going to say it. Anyway, he's got a great head on his shoulders and he really does his mom is the coach of Notre Dame women's basketball,
0: Yale Ivy. And that's she, honestly, like stuff like that, I think is huge when you have coaches in your corner, people mm-hmm. with that kind of experience in the game, whether it's like your dad was a player, it's good pedigree, it's a thing. And, and to make that even better, I believe it was his, his mom played for the Detroit Shock,
1: RIP the Detroit Shock, now the Tulsa Shock. Actually, I don't even know if they're in existence anymore, but they should be in Detroit and his grandfather played for the lions. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're talking about a dude who was destined to play in Detroit. Yeah. Him
0: right there. That man could be the, the next Detroit thing. Yeah,
1: he sure could. I would love that. Um, and you know, the expression on Twitter, he got the dog in him. He does. He really does. That's the type of guy, him and Cade. Those are the type of guys you want with the ball in their hands with under a minute left and your team down by a bucket.
0: Those are those guys it seemed like Cade really kind of came on late in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was solid all year, but then it, it, it felt like the more as the season kind of progressed by the end, he was starting to put together some really impressive stat lines. Yeah, I'd
1: agree with that. And um, I think part of it is Dwayne Casey kind of said to him, like kind of gave him a little bit more of the leash, you know, um, Cade's, Cade's great. He is. Um the pieces around him need to develop more, obviously. But one of the things I really like about Cade Cunningham. Sorry, I'm getting a call. Let me send that to voicemail. Um, I don't know why that just happened. All right, we're back. So one of the things I really like about Cade is for such a young guy, if I remember correctly, I don't even think he's 22. Is he? He's, he's 20. Jeez. He, can, he can't even legally drink. Um, Jeez. Cade Cade Cunningham shows a lot of maturity on the court, Um, and we saw flashes of that at Oklahoma State. And that that was one of the things that I was like, man, this guy's got the skills. He's got the maturity. I'd love to have him on the Pistons. And he somehow, the Pistons somehow landed that number one pick and got him. And just the way he is able to set up plays, and he moves really well without the ball in his hands, which you don't see a lot for point cards. Now I'm not uh, before you say anything, I'm obviously not comparing him to Derek Rose and I wouldn't ever, but he does move around a lot in the same sense of Derek Rose, where you have to um, you have to make the game or make the game move more when you don't have the ball. That's what I
0: like about him. Interesting. So you're saying like that the defense has to just constantly know where he is. Absolutely because if you don't He's going to get a wide open bucket and you're going to get yeah. behind sent to the bench. Um. So I, I, yeah, I think Cunningham and Ivy, like that's solid. And I really like Sadiq Bay, really mm. like Sadiq Bay. I feel like he's kind of underrated. That dude can snipe, you know, like, I guess he only shot 35% last year. I, I mean, shoot, I would have guessed it was higher, but the dude when He's he, a little streaky. Uh, He's a little streaky. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm but, looking game to game, but here's 10 for 14 from three for 51 points. Yeah, that
1: 51-point game was insane. But, you know, it, it takes a special player to score 50 or more points in an NBA game. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But the thing is, it takes an even more special player to start averaging your 22 points a game 10 rebounds and five assists or whatever. Um, But Sadiq is solid. Like, again, this is a roster top to bottom where you have a lot of guys who are not necessarily superstars, but they've got a lot of potential to do great things in this league. Um, And I think they've got the right coach for it uh, with Dwayne Casey. Um, Just, you know, the only issue with Dwayne Casey is he – I don't know how well he relates to the players. I like Dwayne Casey a lot. He's won a Coach of the Year. He won the Coach of the Year and got fired, which is just wild to
0: me. Yeah, but he's like he's, a good young players' coach. I feel like, you know what I mean? You know what? Yeah. Let me backtrack. <laughs> let me let me pull a little
1: backtrack here. He's a good young players' coach. But you look at a guy like I'm going to go way back. I'm going to go Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson. Two guys who were young-ish at the time that they played for Dwayne Casey. And it seemed like they went downhill while playing for him. Um, But I don't think you can blame that on Dwayne Casey. Another guy who I know you're going to bring up is Killian Hayes. And to me, this is where I'm going to start getting a little negative. Killian Hayes, this is a prove-it year for me. you got to prove to
0: me that
1: you've got – you're not going to be a bust. Now, I'm going to give him a little more than a year, yeah, actually. Yeah, man,
0: he really does need to, like, because there was some serious hype with him. Right, there was a lot of hype. And we got to find out, was this hype
1: deserved? Or is this just classic, like, overhyping a prospect who may not end up panning out?
0: Yeah, so you'd say he's kind of an X factor right now. He's one of the question marks he is. And you know, we, we talked about Kemba earlier. Um, I'm a little, do you remember Luca Garza from Iowa? You know, it's like, I'm looking at the depth chart and yeah, I really, I honestly don't know is Kemba Walker on the team or not. Cause I'm looking at the depth chart and I don't see him there, but then I'm looking at the roster and he's there, you know, when they, ma- when they made the trade, they, said said- they they did say they were going to buy him out. So maybe ESPN says, ah, fu- you know, screw it. So like, I, I either buy him out or don't. Yeah. If you're not going to make him a part of the like, figure He's it on out. The Pistons in stat muse. I don't know what you know. I'm breaking the third wall here. All right, I'm admitting I don't know everything. I don't know. <laughs> Is he on the team or not? I don't Dude, know. No and one knows. Only, not, and not only that, I mean, training
1: camp's coming up relatively soon. We're gonna they better to find the out soon. This. I want you to call <laughs> his people
0: right now. I want to have your people call my people and find out why Kemba Walker is Kemba on the, the team or not. Get me on the phone with <laughs> Dwayne Casey. Oh man, uh, what do you think of Marvin Bagley? Like, sorry, I'm just kind of you know looking at this roster and randomly throwing names at you. But that's like the biggest, huh? You know what I mean? Because he, you know, you're talking about guys uh, who didn't really get developed properly. Jeez, he was getting shafted over there in Sacramento. That was a classic wow. Kings move. And this guy is 23 years old. Yep. Like but it feels like he's been in the league forever. Yeah. But you know, like this minute he's, his numbers weren't that bad last last year, like I don't know. Is he good? He, he is
1: in the hall of good. That's what I will say. Marvin Bagley, sorry. Marvin Bagley the 3rd is is a really solid player. But it's just – I don't know if it's one of those things where he just thinks he's better than he is, but, like, he's got a lot of really solid attributes. And what I would like to know about Marvin Bagley, because he was sought after by multiple teams at the deadline last year. So if I'm him – first off, he's the second highest paid player on the team behind Kelly O'Linick. <laughs> which explained to me why Kelly O'Linick is on the team, because I can't explain um, but Marvin Bagley, I look to take a big step up this year.
0: Um and one of you the know, things i really it's a smart move. Like I, I I like how the Pistons have kind of done this with a few players. Uh, but they'll grab a young guy that like kind of washed out, like they could pick up that guy. Uh was it Josh Richardson or the guy yeah. from yeah, who is from Phoenix and didn't pan. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm uh and he's not J- it's not jason richardson i promise you uh, was it yeah uh was it josh richardson i feel like josh i think richardson you're right i think there. you're right yeah yeah i think so right he was the guy anyway um and they just uh no josh jackson right but, well it's funny you say that because the pistons also had a josh richardson a while back i believe this is driving me nuts. Okay. Josh yeah, Jackson, yeah. Josh, you're Josh right. Jackson. Josh Jackson kind of bounced around the Pistons, gave him a shot. He didn't work out, but it was smart. And this is similar because like he was, you know, taken super early in the draft for it's fourth lo- overall. It's, a, pick it's a low risk, high reward. Exactly. And so they're they're doing, thank you folks, by the way, for bearing with me. While I remembered the difference between Josh Richardson and Josh Jackson, but um <laughs> Yeah, you know, I feel like Bagley's a similar move because uh, he was supposed to be the dude, you know? Second you know what?
1: That, that's a really good way of putting it. The Pistons have a lot of guys who are supposed to be that guy, and some of them used to be supposed to be that guy. So we'll find out if now they can further become
0: that guy. Yeah, like, like you said, low risk, high reward. And then uh, rounding out the starting lineup is Isaiah Stewart, who I like. I got to see him play a little bit when he was at Washington while I was covering the uh, Colorado men's basketball team. And the guy, like, just, geez. It was just crazy to see, like, how buff that guy is in person.
1: You know, he's, he's he's huge. He is. He is, as someone put it to me the other day, he's Ben Wallace big. Yeah, um, like just in the sense that he's just a very buff guy. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm hoping that in the future we will know Isaiah Stewart for something other than the fact that he tried to kill LeBron,
0: which also isn't
1: that bad, right? It's that's a way to name make a name for yourself. That was, yeah. by the way, um, I want to really quickly interject and say I thought we were this close to having malice at the palace round two. I thought because oh, you gosh. hear you hear the Pistons PA guy when it's going on, fans, please do not come on the court. I'm like, Oh God, here we go
0: again. Oh my goodness. I
1: thought that was coming, but yeah, Isaiah Stewart, you know, he's an undersized center, you know, he's six, eight. But man, the guy is, you know what the guy specializes in? And I know you will appreciate this specializes in bully ball. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to like jerk him around down low. Because he's going to hit you back, as LeBron saw. Um, but he's going to he's gonna bully around in the paint. And he's going to get you those rebounds. Again, 6'8 guy. He's not Shaq. He's not 7 feet tall. He's not even 6'10. But he's going to get you those rebounds. And you know
0: what? He's developing a shot also. Yeah, he's got a decent little jumper. Like just, uh, you know, kind of low 30s. But he's uh, 20 years old. 21 right. now. He just turned 21. And he's got him and Isaiah livers have two bigs to learn from on this roster with Nerlens Noel and Kelly Olynyk, you know, in, in like Stuart, it's interesting. Cause I feel like in today's day and age uh, you'd want, and that's what I'm con- confused about, like, as far as short-term future. And I don't think this is the long-term plan, but like I look at the Pistons depth chart and I feel like, you can't start Bagley and Stewart together, can you? Uh, I just don't know. Because like neither neither of those guys really shoot that many threes. You'd almost go better like Stewart starting Bagley off the bench. But really let them have a whoever makes it. And then I would probably go Olynyk at the power forward because he's a good passer. He can shoot well. He's like a good glue guy. And he doesn't really like you don't need to get him super involved while you have Cunningham, Ivy, and Bay. And know, a fake tough guy, but he's a tough guy. But he's a fake tough guy. You he's a fake I mean? tough guy. He pulled Kevin Love's arm out of the socket. Yeah, his soccer. yeah. Like he's a little, he's a he's little, a
1: little dirty boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know, that has a place in today's NBA. Yeah, uh, uh, you got Back back in my day, we would have never stood for that.
1: Back in the beer <laughs> days. Um. By the way, really, really quick, you brought up about what their um with the starting lineup, it gives me a little PTSD from the days of when, I think it was Stan Van, or no, Mo Cheeks tried starting in the same lineup. Josh Smith, Andre Drummond, and Greg Monroe. Oh, and yeah. the, the spacing was non-existent and no, like Josh Smith could shoot a little bit, but little none of bit. those dudes could, could Dude, shoot I, as good as I like feel a like guard. like you're
0: probably still paying him. Like they, they, he was just on the worst contract. He was on the on the paybooks for like, I think it was something like three years after he stopped being on the team.
1: And did you notice how after they cut him, they went on like a seven game winning streak? That was hilarious to me.
0: Oh geez, yeah, I forgot about that. Not uh, great times in Pistons land, but better times are ahead. Uh, what do you think? Like the realistic expectations should be for. This season, not and like, playoffs, what do you want? You said the playoffs. No. Oh yeah, I said not
1: the playoffs. To be honest with you, because um, the plan is seven through ten, right?
0: Yeah, and I feel like the plan any team can make in. This is Almost true. About I would, every I, year.
1: I'll I'll say this at on Tuesday, July nineteenth at seven p.m. I will say that I would be disappointed if the Pistons aren't at least contending for that nine or 10 spot in the play-in game. I'm not saying they're going to like make it, but I'm saying they should, they should not be finishing outside of
0: the top 12 in the Eastern conference in the damn East. You can't finish in the top 12. That's a problem. Well, let's see. I'm going to go through. All right. I'm going to go through, uh, teams better than the pistons. Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Raptors, Bulls, Nets, Hawks. Those probably all, you know. That's that's like eight teams already. Yeah, I, that's eight. Um, Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nine. Uh, I think we're,
1: I'm not sure if we're at 8 or 9 here. Go back. start that's over nine. Here. I'm I'm counting with my hand Oh, you're counting? Okay, that's nine. Yeah.
0: And then 10 the Knicks the Knicks have had a sneaky, like, okay, off season. And I really like RJ Barrett. I think he's the best player on that team. That's for another podcast, but um, story for another time. Yeah. Yeah. But boom, that's 10 teams, but okay. that's a little trickier. Um, like the Hornets are really good, but they like, everyone's in jail. You're not, you know what I mean? Not like, you know, not literally, but like, it's a bad situation over there. Sorry right. It's, time. It certainly is. Yeah. Like, So you're telling me the Pistons can't contend for, like, 10-11? Yeah, that's where I see them. I think the Orlando Magic are, like, better. And those are the two worst records in the East last year. The Magic? Magic. Yeah, and I really like – I am very similar with the Magic as to where I am with the Pistons. I like them both better than the Pacers. I think the Wizards are better. So if I had to guess today, I'd say that they finished 12. But – I think they're a lot better than last year. They can like, finish twelve and still. I think they can get thirty. I think they're thirty 30 for that ten spot. Thirty to thirty three wins. You know, but let let's let's also
1: not forget, this is a very, very, young team.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have to see the proper development and everything,
1: and we'll see if that happens.
0: And I think that like a big thing to keep in mind is fans. Is that in these situations, it's not about, like, if you have good management, it's not about trying to make the playoffs this year or do something cute or trade for Russell Westbrook to sneak into the playoffs and get some extra money into the – you know what I mean? Even though, like – no, you could never do that with Cunningham. Anyway. (laughs) uh, If they trade for Russell Westbrook, I'm renouncing my fandom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was just – something about the idea just is hilarious to me. I keep bringing it up, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, like you should, I remember saying about the Bulls last year, I was like a good year is like making the playoffs and being good again. Don't expect a championship. You know what I mean? And like right now the Pistons, it's like a good year is like developing the guys you know are part of the future for sure. Like I, you need to see Isaiah Stewart uh, get a little bit more uh, consistent and have some beast games. You know what I mean by beast games? He's just got to dominate down there. He's got to dominate the glass. He's got to use the, the muscles, you know. He's just a freak, but he needs to like truly unleash his freakishness. Uh, Bagley, we'll see. I think that's a question mark. I love the New Orleans Noel pickup. We haven't talked yeah. about that at all, but I absolutely love that. Like that guy's one of the best defensive bigs in the league. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot of guys on this roster. We talked about it at
1: the beginning of this uh, podcast, we there's a lot of guys that you think to yourself, this guy takes a step up this year. He could be really good. Now I'm not saying they're going to be all-stars. Not only that, that doesn't matter anymore because the all-star game is nonsense. Um, again, rant for a different time, but there's a lot of guys that you see on this roster that really, really interest me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the epitome of a role player on Noel, but he's a good fit. He's a good fit and he makes you way better defensively. And then you like, they have kind of an identity down there with like just some tough guys, uh, him and Stuart. Like, I'd love to see them. I don't know how it would work with the offense, but on defense would just be very fun to see them get them out there together Two, like very good, strong defenders down there that are just going to be up in your business. Uh, very Pistons. That is very Pistons. very Rick Mahorn and Bill ambier minus the felony assault charges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what's some, I asked you about this year. What about like, Three years from now, let's say things have gone well. What what happened? Where is the team? Who's good now?
1: I can give you the starting five for the Pistons in, in three years if if what I want to see happens, happens. Okay. Cunningham and Ivy. Um, I'd like to see Stewart at the four still. I'm going to go a little risky here. I'd like to see Isaiah Livers still on the team, and I'd like to see him starting at the three.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Center? Anybody but Andre Drummond. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I hate that the Bulls picked him up. Um, center, I'm going to leave for a free agent, um, and I'm not sure who it's going to be, but I think if the Pistons in the next three years Don't bring in
0: some big man who's like a. I'm not going to say a top free agent like an Embiid and Anandakumbo. That that even and like get a really good like a DeAndre Ayton or something, right? Yeah, obviously he just signed, but like that kind of guy, right?
1: So someone who you can look at and say, big free agents still want to play in Detroit. Okay. Okay. You can point out and say that because you know centers are getting a lot of money these days. You look at Embiid, you look at uh, Aiton. These are the type of guys that can bring in money or that, that command a lot of money. But if you want to win, you've got to spend some money in this league. You know it as well as I know it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So basically, you know, you want to see the – obviously, you want to see, you know, Cunningham uh, develop. And I think that he uh, should be the best player on this team this year. Uh, I think Ivy's is going to be really good, but I think Cade's better. I think Cade's like, I think Cade could be really special. I think he could be the kind of guy to bring this team back to glory. Um, yeah. The,
1: the thing is the last guy who I thought was going to be really special is Rodney Stuckey. So I'm trying to temper my expectations. Sure.
0: Sure. Sure. Clay's classic. <laughs> uh, we call that Grossman syndrome in uh, Chicago. That's beautiful. Yeah. I just thought of that. I'm gonna. I shouldn't your, your brain?
1: Your brain is always working.
0: Always. Uh, I like Sadiq Bay. I think that uh, he. I'd like to see him just continue to develop into a really good three and D guy. And then uh, I really like Hamadou Diallo. Not a great shooter. Freak athlete. Freak. Freak. Like, he is, but
1: but if you can't shoot the ball, look.
0: no, he can't. Dennis
1: Rod Dennis Rodman was great. You love the worm. I know how much you love the worm, but Dennis Rodman could not exist in today's NBA.
0: He'd be like the ultimate uh f- like just rebound gobbling five. If I think if PJ Tucker can exist, then you can have Dennis Rodman instead of like Andre Drummond. You know. There's but been
1: he- too much Andre Drummond on this call. I hate it.
0: Sure, sure. Every if you have every uh, every other player can shoot, then you can make it work with Rodman.
1: I will agree with that. That I will agree with.
0: But I had Diallo. I played a little of fantasy basketball this year, and I pick up Diallo on waivers, and he just starts going bananas. I picked him up. He had uh, thirty four and fourteen against the uh, Spurs. He had a thirty one. That's, that's 13, like crazy you know. to think about. Yeah, like, and it was fourteen rebounds. You know, like the guy just, yeah. Um, he's like he he, also, he does
1: gobble boards, and I and I like that about him.
0: Yeah, I don't know who to compare him to, but he's just a freak athlete. But he's like a wild horse. But he's but that's nice. not. The,
1: that's not the best thing for a basketball player. That's like the best thing for a football player. Yeah,
0: they just got to. They got to reel them in, but yeah. but I like that athlete. the The Pistons are going to be fun. Um, we got like a few minutes left here. Let me hit you with this one because always a here fun one uh, when we have a podcast that's exclusively on one team. Um, give me your all time Pistons starting five. You can choose the rules. It can be your lifetime or just like all time history. Um, and then uh, give me one sixth man. So like honorable mention, pretty much, but anybody, any position coming off the bench, but they could be a starter. Absolutely.
1: I'm going to start with the coach.
0: Okay. Like this, Chuck Daly. Chuck Daly. Chuck Daly yes. some,
1: people, some people would say Larry Brown, but no, Chuck I Daly not Chuck only Daly. had, Chuck Daly not only had two championships, but by all regards, Chuck Daly was a better coach for the organization. Cause if you remember Larry Brown spent how many seasons in Detroit Two. Yeah. in those, in those two seasons, He wins a championship and comes one quarter away from winning another one. And that's great because you can't do much better than that other than a repeat, obviously. But he made it very clear. He did not want to be there. He was constantly looking at other jobs and he was, you know, he had, he had the wandering eye and that was part of the reason they got rid of him. So he was only there for two seasons. So I'll go with Chuck Daly. Point guard. I have to go Isaiah because he's one of the greatest point guards of all time. I have to, um, at the two, you know, I really want to go rip Hamilton because he was such a complete player, but I just don't know that I can place him ahead of a guy like Vinny Johnson.
0: So no Joe Dumars, because you go Isaiah Thomas, but now we're going Vinnie Johnson, which is a good selection. This is your team, not mine. From See, some- I'm,
1: I'm glad you brought that up because Joe D is going to have to
0: either
1: – like it, it's going to be him or Chauncey coming off the bench. Okay. Um, so that's, that's going to be my bench selection. It's going to be one of those two. I'd probably have to lean Chauncey just for his leadership skills. Um, we go to small forward. Not a lot of selection here.
0: I feel like there's an obvious guy, but there's another sneaky guy who I think would be a really good pickup. And there's a third guy who's interesting, but I think there's an obvious guy.
1: Can I hit you with a twist? Sure. Former Detroit Mayor Dave Bing. Oh, wow. but Dave Bing is a big, but I got to get him in this lineup.
0: Dave Bing. I'm basketball referencing. Referencing right now, so point guard, shooting guard, 6'3, 180.
1: Oh, sorry, you're right. I'm thinking, I was thinking of Bob Lanier as far as a big, oh, Bob but Lanier,
0: Bob Lanier with well,
1: Dave Bing being, being 6'3, not the worst option at three.
0: uh I mean, it depends. It's if, if you're all time Bulls, Scotty Pippen's going to be a problem. Well, that's true. <laughs> you got to go Grant Hill here. Come on, you got to go Grant Hill. But again, Grant
1: okay, Grant Hill, Hall of Famer, was great. but he just didn't live up to his potential in Detroit. He lived up to his potential more in
0: Orlando than he did in Detroit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like because he, he got hurt in Orlando. No. He, he, much better as a piston. Much better He showed, a, he showed more skills and showed more of a skill set.
1: When he played in Orlando, he showed a lot of skills in Detroit, but they traded him.
0: Hmm. He pretty good in Detroit. Cause then he's got the injury. Super athletic. I would personally go young Grant Hill.
1: You know what? First off, I feel like you're probably right on that, which big shock. 26 right points up. a
0: game. And then like you have all these years where it's like six to nine or you know like yeah that guy was ahead of his time you know what you're right I'm gonna backtrack.
1: I will take Grant
0: Hill you're right also I want to know who your sneaky pick was uh Tayshaun Prince
1: yeah the string bean I mean I like the guy but I, I don't know
0: um four come on Rasheed Wallace the of yeah. beer
1: Bill wow. Beer has no business being on this team. Bill Ambeer was good. But if you, as a diehard Pistons fan, I'm freely willing to admit that most of what they were doing was just BS. Dirty. Um, it, it was dirty. There's no other way around it. And you're a Bulls fan. I'm a Pistons fan. I can admit to you right now that Michael Jordan should have won several more rings because he should have gotten to the finals if that stuff had been called now obviously different era blah blah blah, blah. everything's soft these days um but bill and beer on offense
0: versus rasheed wallace no yeah i think you gotta go Sheed was nice man
1: i saw i don't know who was the other day um someone who specializes in hot takes but not Kendrick Perkins um I think it was maybe Chris Bruce Broussard who was like if Rashid was still in the game these days he'd be a top five player and would be better than Giannis and I'm like all right that's just inaccurate but Rashid Wallace was a great player fantastic player
0: I'm I'm making my uh, yeah he was awesome dude he was ahead of his time someone recently said he'd be better than Giannis give me a break that's nuts but the dude I, agrees. The dude uh, was like a – he was a big, like, emotional, scary guy. Right. I mean, they – he put them over the top. He's like – that trade for him won them that championship.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. Actually, now I really want to find – because I know I retweeted it recently. Who said that uh, Rashid would be better than Giannis? Hold on. Give me – bear with me, folks, while I find this.
0: I'm pulling up Rasheed Wallace. Here it is.
1: Actually, it was Andre Iguodala who said it.
0: Oh, yeah, just ridiculous.
1: If Come Rashid on. Wallace played in our league today, he'd be a top-five player. He'd be better than Giannis. Inaccurate.
0: That's, that's blasphemous. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but Yeah, okay. Rashid, man. I'm looking at, like, prime Pistons Rasheed shooting around, like, 35% from three. Like that's ahead of his time can you imagine if he was in today's game and like just letting him rip more of those he'd be a valuable valuable player he sure would 6'11, yes. 230 he'd be, he, was, he
1: was he was a special player i'm really he'd blessed be a I got center to
0: today him. and he'd be one of the best in the game
1: actually i kind of want to put i know this is unorthodox but i kind of want to put rashid at center
0: and put the fro at four. Ooh, i mean you could do either or yeah it they're depends which one you want down there in the in the trenches. Obviously, yeah, they're, Wallace. They're
1: interchangeable in that aspect.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, uh, so you go the Wallace brothers.
1: Yeah. Which by the way, young Leo was very disappointed to find out that Ben and uh Rasheed Wallace were, were in fact brothers. not related.
0: I'm gonna go. Uh I throw a little team together too. I'm gonna go Isaiah. Okay, Dumars. Hill and the Wallace brothers.
1: So pretty, pretty similar to mine. Similar, we, have th- yeah. we have three of the, three of the same picks. Yeah. Who's, who's your sixth man?
0: Uh, Rip Hamilton.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I feel like
0: Rip was just another guy who is kind of, man, his game is ageless. He'd be good at any right? era. He, he had that quick little pull up. He's super long on defense. He uh, was a selfless player. I mean, and also you
1: talk about a guy who was able to develop a play around him without the ball. They call him the Energizer Bunny. He just never stopped moving
0: Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's my squad. That's my squad. Um, do you play 2K at all? I used to. I used to with you back in Great Falls. Actually, I don't really – I'm not a big video game guy. Oh, yeah, you, you still play that NBA Live 05? That's great.
1: Sure do. Well, who needs 2K
0: when you got NBA Live
1: 2005,
0: you know? I was playing some NBA Live 09 recently. It's, it's fun to play the old, just old games in general. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just wondering because I recently, we did a episode uh, with my friend Josh about uh, 2K, and I was just talking about how, like, Rashid Wallace isn't, Rashid Wallace and Tayshaun Prince aren't on that Pistons team. And like, it's a, you know, uh, this thing or whatever, but like, geez, that would be a team I would play with so much, but you can't do it. You can't even play it. Like I'm not having Darko Milicic at my power forward. I'm not playing without Tayshaun Prince. And when you don't have either of them, it's like, it's cool to have Ben Wallace and Rip and Chauncey, but like, it's not even. It'd be one thing if
1: you're missing like one player.
0: But you're missing the. You're missing two key. players in the yeah. starting lineup. In like two key, key, key championship pieces.
1: Yep. Just not something you want to do.
0: No. No. Well, my friend, uh, I think this about does it. Do you have any closing thoughts for uh, Pistons Nation? I do.
1: Pistons Twitter needs to take it down a notch, like fellas. Love it, Love it. Fel- lady- ladies and fellas. We're doing a little too much of the overreacting. I'm happy we got Jaden Hive. I'm happy we have Kate Cunningham. This team is not finishing in the top six of the Eastern Conference. No I way. thought I saw I'm pretty sure I saw someone say that the other day, and I just about deleted the Twitter app.
0: Their their best case scenario is a play-in team. Exactly.
1: No chance they finish above seven.
0: And a play-in team would be
1: over. Yeah,
0: like. Over a if they get into the play in at a ten, like I think they'll be around that twelve. But like, they are not, not like the East has some sneaky depth to it. There's some teams that can like, like the Knicks are a team that like had a really down year, but they could be fine next year. They've made some good moves, you know. Um, I guess someone's like hated on their moves, but I like I said, I think R.J. Barrett's really good.
1: RJ uh, Barrett is really good. And I don't know why someone was
0: hating on him. Uh, yeah. Because he's they're... a Nick.
1: That's why. Because he's on the
0: Knicks. Yeah. If he, uh, and I like the all Chicago backcourt, Derek Rose and uh, Jalen Brunson, of course. Yeah. Uh, two guys I got to see in high school. So now I'm a Knicks fan, I guess. Um, but anyway, yeah. Continue your, your, the rest of your message for Detroit fans. I love that you start with chill out on Twitter, though, because it's an aggressive fan base.
1: That's true. And don't insult Detroit on Twitter because you will they will come for you. Um, but no, I, I think it could be an exciting season. Unfortunately, they play in the arena that they play in. I'd much rather see them play in the Palace, but such is life.
0: All right. Such is life. Little Caesars podcast is brought to you by Little Caesars
1: podcast is brought to you by little caesars for when you can't when you don't have any cardboard available to melt your cheese on there's little caesars
0: Ooh, i'm gonna tell him you said that um no i won't and this podcast is not brought to you by little caesars by the way uh anyway yeah thanks for hopping on and uh we will see you next time folks